Welcome back to another seven minutes of AP history because I know you've got a lot to do and not much time to do it in. Today we're going to be reviewing Unit 3. Unit 3 is all about revolutions. Revolutions in thought, revolution in systems of government, revolutions in the challenge to centralized authority. Now, before we jump into the revolutions themselves, let's set some context, and that's the labor systems. Remember, Europe had colonized, especially in the Western Hemisphere, and established an economic system called mercantilism. Now, they needed labor to do this, so they had two systems. A voluntary one, a good example of that is indentured servitude, where they had poor people, especially from England, who would go out and be rented labor for a period of time, typically about seven years, with land promised them as a reward at the end. Now, their lives were difficult, don't get me wrong, and oftentimes, their stay of seven years was increased by their masters. But that was nothing like the forced labor that happened to so many people. In the case of the Aztecs who were conquered by the Spanish, they were placed on encomiendas where they had to mine silver. The most biggest example of that was the Potosi mine. It was so dangerous, so many people died in this process. Or the Incas who were conquered by the Spanish. The Spanish took the Incan Mita system and then put the Incas in that themselves and treated them horribly. But of course, the biggest example of this is the transatlantic slavery. Now, we all know slavery has existed since the beginning of time. So what's the unique aspect of the transatlantic slavery? Well, there are three of them. First off, there was a triangle trade. The fact that this spanned over three different continents, Europe, Africa and the Western Hemisphere. And then on top of that, there was the Middle Passage where Africans, 12 million at least, were transported in horrible conditions. And this was because probably the most important unique aspect was that these slaves were called chattel slaves, uh, meaning that they were property. They were used, their descendants were used to farm sugarcane in places like Brazil and Caribbean. That was in service to mercantilism, eventually developing a system of racism and racial hierarchies. Now, the other big revolution that happened this time period was in ideas, and that took place both in the scientific revolution and the Enlightenment. Scientific revolution was rebelling against the classical thought of Aristotle and Ptolemy, the two Greeks, who said that geocentric theory explained the universe, that basically everything revolved around the Earth. Well, along came Copernicus, who said, that's wrong. Actually, the Earth revolves around the sun. Then Johannes Kepler said, eh, kind of correct, except there's not really a rotation that's a perfect circle. It's more of an ellipse. Galileo came along with his telescope and said, yeah, one more thing I want to add on to that. If you look up into the heavens, the planets are not perfect. They've got potholes in them. Isaac Newton then came along and said, hey, you know something I did? I found out this thing called the law of gravity. Why does all this matter? Because all of these theories were leading up to a belief that the universe operated more like a machine than it did like God's constant intervention. And then there was the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment challenged centralized authorities like the church, the state, and the priests. Descartes came along and said, we need to doubt everything. Why? Because the one thing I know is that I can think and question. This brought up the use of rationality, which was universal. Everybody has the ability from it. And because of that, people like John Locke argued from rationality that we all have universal natural rights, the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of private property. Jean-Jacques Rousseau said, you know, human beings are basically good and rational. They've just been oppressed by their governments. Olympe de Gauge went one step further and said, humans aren't just good. They basically have been defined by their society, especially 
especially women. They're defined by their gender, and that puts limitations on them. Edmund Burke said, I get what all of you guys are saying, but we've got to slow down on all this change. Let's do this incrementally. Now, what's important about all of these is that they're built upon reason, not upon faith, not upon centralized authority. So all of this led up to the major revolutions of this time period, and there are three big ones. The American Revolution, which was based on the idea of local representation. The French Revolution agreed with that, but took it one step further and said we need to have complete equality. And they were even going to the level of methods of violence to gain that equality. Cut off the heads of the nobles, you create equality right there. The Haitian Revolution, which inspired by the Enlightenment, called for the freeing of slaves and created the first successful black republic. So why didn't it succeed in the long term? Well, America and France saw what the Haitian Republic was establishing, an inspiration for the freedom of African slaves everywhere, and they put embargoes basically on Haiti, making it very difficult to succeed. So all of this led up to the major revolutions of this time period, and there are three big ones. The American Revolution, which was based on the idea of local representation. The French Revolution agreed with that, but took it one step further and said we need to have complete equality. And they were even going to the level of methods of violence to gain that equality. Cut off the heads of the nobles, you create equality right there. The Haitian Revolution, which inspired by the Enlightenment, called for the freeing of slaves and created the first successful black republic. So why didn't it succeed in the long term? Well, America and France saw what the Haitian Republic was establishing, an inspiration for the freedom of African slaves everywhere, and they put embargoes basically on Haiti, making it very difficult to succeed. last big revolution, probably the most powerful of them all, was the Industrial Revolution. It got started in Britain because of the discovery of coal. Coal and fossil fuels were used to power steam engines, and that allowed a switch from what was called the cottage industry, where basically one person in a cottage, typically symbolically a young woman, would be invested in in order to make, let's say, a sweater. But now what was created was the factory system, where you could have 300 people in a factory using a sewing machine, creating a sweater pretty much every hour. And that allowed them to create scaled economies, meaning the bigger an economy you could create, the less of a price you could charge. That created huge consumer markets. And it just happened to come in the time period when nation states were created, which gave the laws for stability for these markets. Adam Smith, who was the great thinker of that time period, said, hey, look, when I'm observing all this, it's kind of obvious. Competition drives markets. Government, well, that needs to stay out of things, or what we call laissez-faire. Let the competition of markets drive everything. Now, what was the downside of this? Sounds pretty good, right? Well, workers were working about 17 to 19 hours per day. The male's wage was $6 per week. For women, it was half of that, $3. And for child labor, going all the way from the ages of eight on up, it was $1.50 per week. Plus, there was a massive destruction of the environment through pollution. Okay, Unit 3 is all about revolutions. It's about revolutions of ideas, revolutions against forced labor, revolutions of new forms of industry. And remember, it's revolutions against centralized authority. But of course, the irony of that is that while they rebelled against kings and monarchs and the church, they formed a new type of centralized authority, centralized authority of the nation state. Okay, good luck on your test. Thank you.